0: Head over to bombus.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B O M B A S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, you're feel. Thank you. Hey everyone, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. Oh boy, we have recorded the first 10 (laughs) minutes of the show and we bored ourselves to death. So it's time to bring the energy (laughs) and the joy and the love that we have uh, for uh, this podcast and for our audience. So that being said, what happened this week? What? what? I had Monday off, uh, which is unusual for uh, production. So, I mean, I used it to its fullest extent.
1: It was President's Day so
0: yes which means of course mattresses and cars were on sale
1: yeah but you have never had president's day off this was highly unusual
0: i have always had president's day off it was just usually a hiatus week oh yeah uh, but me getting coronavirus kicked our schedule into weirdness
1: everything up
0: but i would like to say it looks like we're going to knock on wood here. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to do 22 episodes of this show in a pandemic uh, on time.
1: That's wild, I have to I say. I think
0: we are the only television show to do that. And uh, I think somebody should write an article about it.
1: Free article idea.
0: Hello, if you're listening and you work for somewhere <laughs> that might want that article.
1: Well, so let's not jinx it. Email me. You know, the season's not over yet.
0: But don't you think that that person would want to get onto our testing schedule and, and visit the last week of the series?
1: Do you think they would let someone do that?
0: If they got tested properly, yeah. And follow mm. the protocol. We have we have onset photographers.
1: Mm, true. True. So. All right. Free story there idea, you go. Everyone. I
0: don't know who's going to email me off of this, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean I, i'm impressed with us it's so hilarious that of the fucking only three that's the other thing too 120 something people three people got coronavirus
1: yeah and no one spread it
0: and one of them was me yeah i'm never that lucky <laughs>
1: Oh, the irony of you getting coronavirus. I still haven't totally I, reconciled I, 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 myself. Honest
0: to God, I haven't either. And it's very annoying to me. Yeah. In a way that, like, I can't quite fully describe. Yes. And, like, of course, like, they think there was some break in protocol with me. But, like,
1: but there clearly wasn't.
0: Anyone who actually knows me at that place is like, what, how, how, what happened? Right. Cause I'm like such a homebody.
1: Yeah. Oh, they think you like went to Mexico or something?
0: I I think that's what like Sony corporate was trying to figure out, like oh. honestly. Cause I'm like, but like, I oh, like no. no. Yeah. like, <laughs> no, did nothing. I went to the grocery store with my kid in yeah. a guitar center. Yeah. So, you know.
1: Yeah, we didn't even leave like LA. No,
0: <laughs> the furthest I ever go from LA is Sony.
1: Right. Which is in Culver. There you go.
0: Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we're coming to the, we're coming, we're coming, we've shot 17, 18 now. Yeah, it's wild. Well, yeah, we're shooting 19 this week. So we've shot, we've shot 18 episodes. So.
1: I mean, well, even 18 is impressive. Yeah.
0: I don't, I I mean, I really don't think there's another show on television right now that has done that many. Wow. In this, in this uh, pandemic. Now, I could tell you a couple of things. I would say one of the things it tells us is that we've been doing it for so long. We know how the show goes and how to make it and make it quickly. Right. We also know. We've also all been together so long that no one wants to be the person to fuck it up.
1: Also a good point.
0: Turns out it was me. <laughs> uh,
1: Again, irony. <laughs> and I've been there,
0: you know, five seasons. Um, but yeah, I think it's, uh, it's pretty fascinating to me. I never thought we'd, I, I always thought, I was like, we'll do four. Episodes? Yeah, well, I thought we'd do four and shut down. We never shut down. Yeah. We literally never shut down. Yeah. When I got it, we didn't shut down. It was just a pause. Right. For four days. Right. And then mm-hmm. resume production and then we shifted the schedule. Right. It wasn't a shutdown. Yeah. So, it's pretty wild.
1: It is pretty wild.
0: I never thought it would happen and... uh here we are. I also didn't think I'd get coronavirus.
1: I did not think you would get coronavirus. <laughs> I really did And I thought if you got it, Taylor I, I would or I would have given it to you.
0: Yeah. Yes, I thought that also because of the wild things Dory would do, like take Henry to the park. <laughs> I'd be like, "Whoa!" I often said to her, "I was like, I think that's dangerous." Yeah,
1: but I was the one who said I didn't want you hanging out indoors. Remember?
0: Yes. So I mean, but also like, I, you know, I got it from, a, I, we're assuming. Yeah. You know. Well, I still maintain on that Saturday, I did walk by a maskless FedEx driver.
1: Did he like sneeze in your face? No,
0: but you know how droplets go. He was the only person I was around that didn't have a mask but on. But you were masked.
1: Yes. And he didn't like
0: talk. So, so he- either it's.
1: Was he talking when you walked yes. by him? Oh, he was? Yeah. Oh.
0: So either it's, I got it being around other masked people. Right. Th- into my eyes. Yeah. Or the one person I saw that was unmasked and yapping away on his phone.
1: Gave it to you. Gave it to me. Right. I mean, either way, I remain dumbfounded as to how I did not get it.
0: But I've, I've also said this i'm half a, a, a cubano sandwich uh-huh and i feel like the the latinx as we now call it for some reason even though the language itself is a masculine and feminine whatever point is the Latina latino latinx community mm-hmm. heavily affected by this thing you know, some say it's because of the multigenerational households and...
1: Yeah, a lot of them are essential workers. Uh, but you are also kind of an essential worker.
0: Theoretically, but I didn't get it doing work, apparently. I
1: know. It's very weird.
0: It is all the strangest thing to me. Anyway, the point guess what is, I'm, I think you didn't get it because you don't have whatever my hot, fiery Latino blood is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but here's what I don't get. Wherever you got it, it had to have been a very quick chance encounter
0: which i think would describe the fedex thing on highland
1: fine but i'm saying i was in the house with you for four days unmasked yeah before we knew you had it right and like i still don't understand how i didn't get it from there because you would have been contagious at that point it's just really i just don't understand it i know Uh. that this happens but i just don't understand it
0: Again, it's what I, you know, I don't know how I didn't give it to Henry.
1: I don't know how you didn't give it to all of us.
0: I mean, you I get, you know. Why? Because you are like an adult human being who I'm not, I'm I'm not, I don't pick you up and hold you very often, like around my, you know, I don't grab you by both, although I do sometimes pick you up, Mm -hmm. but like, I don't, you know, I'm not like, I'm not like, next to your face like this for any like for long periods of time mm-hmm. Anyways, I'm holding my hand like this mm-hmm. like with Henry it's like you know
1: although you only I oh, don't know you were with him all weekend
0: yes I was I don't know uh, Henry was with me when I got FedExed
1: I know and when you went to the grocery store and when you was he, was he with you at Guitar Center no
0: I've never brought him to Guitar Center
1: hmm. I don't know it's all very mysterious to me
0: well, I think that it just goes to show you science is magic.
1: <laughs> I just think it goes to show you that like we don't know shit and
0: we don't know shit about Dick.
1: We don't know shit about Dick. So explicit that is in conclusion.
0: Yeah. That's what Dory's saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what Dory's been saying this whole time. What? What? It's a, did you just say it was a hoax? Yeah. Because if you didn't get it, it must be a hoax.
1: I mean, that's kind of <laughs> what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> um, Yeah, so Monday was President's Day. That's where that discussion came from. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I did, a, I did a regular amount of work this week as far as Goldbergian, like, my day-to-day shooting shows. But stuff you were really goes. good
1: about going to sleep, not super late.
0: Well, I didn't want to be knocked out like I was... La Friday, the previous, yeah, 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 because I really felt like I felt like I had no control over my body. I was like, "Well, we gotta go." Yeah, so I decided to get more sleep, which I think helped out a lot.
1: I mean, thank you. Yeah, you did seem you're you are in better spirits when you get more sleep.
0: Um, yeah, except for Friday when I forgot to take my meds. And then you came do home. Do you know what tipped me off? What? I was like, I, during the week, I fast. The, I do the whatever it is. Intermittent 16, fasting. 8, or whatever, thereabouts. Sometimes it's like 17, 7, whatever. And I was, you know, fat, but I was like, I was so hungry Friday morning. Mm. I had no, I was like, I don't even, I don't understand. Why am I so hungry? and then i i got a, i got a, a a muffin and i was eating the muffin and i was like wait a second something's off and then i remembered i had not taken my antidepressant nor my adhd medication so what did i do i'll tell you what i did i asked my wife she was recording
1: you did not ask me to come to bring it to you.
0: Well, you said you could in an hour. You yeah. You offered it. I did. But I was like, I need this sooner than that. Mm. And the only f- feasible way I could think to do it. Like, I wasn't going to send a PA over here. Right. Just because of, you, you know.
1: Just Yeah, you texted me like right before I was supposed to record. Yeah, and I was like, I And we have can't. a tight schedule on Fridays.
0: And we have a tight schedule at work, too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well.
0: So I very quickly said to the director, uh... Okay, so you're shooting this, and then start on this, and then I'll try to be back by that. Uh, And uh, here's the tone. You get it. Great. Be right back. Left. (laughs) Drove home. Changed my clothes for some reason.
1: Yeah, You just, you like (laughs) walked in, and I was like, what?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I walked in at like nine in the morning.
1: I was recording.
0: And then I changed, took my meds, and left. left. Went back to Sony. I did it everybody.
1: I was glad actually. I thought it was a good um example of self-care actually that you came home and took your meds. Oh, it
0: wasn't just for me. It was for everybody that was going to be around me that day.
1: Okay, but that's like that's a good self-aware thing to know because there were definitely days in the past where you have forgotten to take your meds and then just been cranky all day well
0: there's like there's like a there's a cutoff point where I'm like I can't take it now because you know, right so but, it's a stimulant and then I won't be able but to but there sleep have been anymore.
1: I'm just saying there have been other times where you have not come home
0: yeah but those times I think it was just later in the day that the realization came mm, I see and that realization really is like I'm tired ty- more tired than I normally am and I'm I'm like craving things that I don't normally crave until noon right um, but yeah, I made the I made the I made the call. That's all. I also thought I was being a good producer by going like, you know what, I'm gonna.
1: I think you were. I'm gonna
0: make sure that uh, I'm not a crank butt on the yeah. rest of this day. <laughs> I
1: think I think that was a good choice.
0: I, you know what? Actually, I'll tell you exactly what it was. I was I was like flipping out at Buddy, our prop guy, for and a dear friend, and uh, because we had a, a scene where Jeff Schwartz has a cello.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and the bridge on the cello was butting right up against the neck and I was just like it won't make sound that way <laughs> that's not it won't intonate it won't play it would never play like that and I like had him switch out the cello and then the other cello was the same and I was like what is happening <laughs> am I crazy and then buddy was like well it's actually it's the I that's the only way I could get the cello to not make noise Oh, you know, because it's not gonna—we're not gonna put in
1: right, right, right—the
0: real sound of of onset. We're not gonna use onset cello sound, right? When Sam Learner doesn't know how to play a cello, um, and then I was like, I was like, fine, and then I was like, I just fucking put some gaffer tape down by the by the tailpiece and cover it and. Never mind. And then I just was like a little, very much annoyed. And then I was like, either I make everybody reshoot this right now (laughs) (laughs) or I go home and get my (laughs) (laughs) mess. So I did. And if anyone out there, if you're watching the Goldbergs later on in the season and you see a scene where Jeff Schwartz has his cello inside the uh, JTP pad, just know that I, I tried.
1: All right. Well, thank you for your for your service. You're welcome. Your efforts. You um, know,
0: that's just that's one of those things, everybody, that you see. You know, when you're looking at a television program and you're annoyed by a thing, just know, either they didn't know or it was laziness. Those are the only two reasons.
1: <laughs> well, it sounds like yours wasn't exactly laziness.
0: Well, mine was. Like
1: they were trying to find a solution. Yes,
0: a solution for a problem I didn't know was happening. Right, and it was also the first thing we shot the day in the day. Whereas, like if it was something that was later, I would have probably looked at the cello and then said something and then whatever.
1: And and you hadn't taken your meds. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, let's take a short break.
0: All right, we'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint
2: Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel, thank you. And we're back. Honey, why don't you tell me what the first email is?
1: Okay, well, it's from Courtney. She says, hey, guys, I'm currently listening to your podcast and seeing my husband and myself in your love language struggles except reversed. Gifts are a hundred percent my love language. My husband is horrible at it. I don't know where it came from. Divorced parents and overcompensating dad is the likely culprit. But I've always valued the idea of gifts. My husband struggles because he thinks this means presents, expensive items. To me, it means thinking of me while you are out and bringing me something. Example: You go to the store and you bring me my favorite candy. My love of gifts also goes the other way. I find so much joy in bringing things home for him. My husband's love languages are quality time and words of affirmation, both that mean little, very little to me. Hmm. We made a New Year's goal of spending 30 minutes together every day. We have two science babies, two years, and four months, so realistic time limits. I'm making an effort for him and doing this, but he seems to have just given up on understanding the gifts thing. No question or advice, just commiserating that I feel the struggle through this conversation. Love languages are so hard. I'd love to hear how others have navigated different la- love languages successfully. Love the pod. I've been listening since 2017 during my first IVF cycle. My husband was also on the one-kid train.
0: Toot toot.
1: But now they, they're on the two-kid train.
0: Toot toot.
1: Yep. Um, well, thank you for sharing that. I do find that like when people talk about this stuff that m- it's mostly like female identified people who are in like the Matt role and it's male identified people who are in the me role and then i feel wait what like even worse like people are like my husband forgot valentines day he didn't even get me anything and i'm like oh, no
0: i think that's because yeah we'll do, we'll make, we'll generalize here but we don't guys tend to not complain to each other about such things
1: interesting interesting analysis
0: i i like honestly, I've never had a conversation with any man I've ever known hmm. that has been vocally disappointed in a gift given by the by the misses interesting and I've also never had that conversation
1: right that's interesting,
0: but I've communicated to you
1: right um,
0: but maybe there's like a facebook group that i don't know about where that's happening you constantly. love you love facebook groups. i think that they're interesting
1: are you in any
0: no yeah. <laughs> i don't go on facebook uh, i mean i'm in like you know the star trek the next conversation and the excellent adventure groups right but you don't
1: participate no
0: because i never yeah. log on right mostly because i think that it, it's just an echo chamber for people who feel the same way to just echo off each other
1: I feel like sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't.
0: I feel like it always is.
1: Okay, well, you're not in them, so how would you know?
0: Because I know. Hmm, interesting. on the internet.
1: Um. All right, well, Courtney, since you said you don't want advice, I'm not going to give you any advice. Dunzo. Thank you for writing in.
0: All right, I could give you some advice, though. But I won't, because you didn't ask for any. Exactly.
1: All right, here's a voicemail.
0: Oh, hang on.
2: Okay. Hi, this is Jennifer, and this is not a question or anything about babies. Um, uh, I'm a crossover listener from Forever 35, and I don't have children, nor want them, and um, I've been married for 27 years. But I'm calling because I listened. I'm going to pause the pod because you guys are uh, kind of going back and forth about your Valentine's Day gift kind of woes. And I... I hear this, I feel this so much because, like, I feel like I'm listening to us, you know, 15 years ago in our marriage or 10 years ago, and I just want to, like, kind of give some um, tips or suggestions. Uh, I know it feels weird, but you guys have to have conversations before the holiday about your expectations. It seems strange. It seems maybe like it's going to take out some element of it, but you totally need to um, say hey, at the very least, I need a card. Like, you need to set a, gr- a boundary like or a ground rule, right? <laughs> I need a card. Or Here's are we going to do something Meet for it. Valentine's Day this year? Maybe let's just do a fancy dinner and then we don't have to do gifts. My other suggestion is, because um, you, I've been married for 27 years and it's hard to think of ideas for the other person, Create a Pinterest board with your gift ideas. Invite the other person to the board. Make it private so nobody sees it except you and the other person. The other person does the same thing. And then just fill that board with gift ideas. So whenever that person wants to give you a gift, there's things there. But like Matt, you're not actually having Dory tell you what she wants. It's just a list of possibilities. So there's the element of surprise um, and but it makes you; it gives you ideas because I struggle to come up with new ideas because my husband is very self-sufficient and doesn't seem to need anything. So those are my suggestions. Um, thank you. I do enjoy listening to you guys. I hope this helps.
0: It I, look, I like the idea of the uh, conversation before said day. I do too. It's sorely lacking in our in our I agree. Uh, marriage. Yeah. So. I mean, what's next? The next day is Dory's birthday, I believe. It's the next day of note.
1: Yeah, well, Henry's birthday. We should probably—he does
0: not count. He is happy with <laughs> helicopters.
1: <laughs> He's very into helicopters.
0: Uh, so anyway, what's, what are your what are your expectations for Henry's birthday? <laughs> Henry's second birthday during a pandemic.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I should like. Like, I was thinking maybe I would tell a couple people, hey, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go to Pan Pacific Park. Like, it's Henry's birthday. We're not going to have like a cake or anything, but like, we're just going to be there on Saturday or something. Sure, You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well.
1: That was kind of it. Like, please don't bring gifts. Like, it's not like just kind of an excuse to see a couple people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that crossed my mind, maybe doing that. But otherwise. I know
0: what he'd like to do. Just watch Kaka's.
1: Yeah. All day.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But he also loves to be on a scooter.
0: He does love to be on a scooter. That's true. That is true. I'd like to figure out a way to smooth that out for him. What do you mean? The, uh, you know how he always hits the, the, the center path of our driveway. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah, then yeah. takes a header. Yeah. I mean, he wears a helmet, so that's fine, but. Yeah. feel like it's like i don't know he gets right back up and does it again but i just wish there was a way to get him to i don't know i was looking forward to the day when he figures out he can propel himself i know
1: me too i feel like he's close actually i
0: know i just wish i I was thinking about this over the weekend i was thinking about ordering two adult size scooters so that we could show him but i
1: feel like he's seen so many people on scooters
0: he sees people on birds
1: no, at the park, he's seen kids on scooters.
0: On, like, razor scooters? Yes.
1: Or the same scooter Yeah, but none he of has. them are
0: taking the time to, like, show him.
1: No, but he observes.
0: Yeah, I know. Sure. But you wanna, much like me you, sitting in and in showing him how to ride Henry. That's
1: true. Do you want to get us scooters?
0: I think there's a there's a world where, like, you know, if you're actually talking to him and showing him things, yeah, he does process it and, and it takes interest in it.
1: I did see a really cute family at the park a couple weeks ago. The dad was on a skateboard, the mom was on a scooter, and the two kids were both on scooters, and they were just kind of like going around the park.
0: But are they supposed to? What do you mean? I mean, I feel like sometimes the park's like, no scooters, no b- bikes.
1: Um, I mean, I don't think you're supposed to have electric scooters, but these were like Razor scooters. Like you're not supposed to have a
0: bike either. Yeah, I don't think you're supposed name. to have a
1: bike, and people... Do bike, especially in Pan Pacific.
0: they That's, like that's, that's exactly Pan the thing I was thinking of. That's yeah. the park I was thinking of, where you're not supposed to have a bike. Park. Yeah, because I enforced. was gonna like you were talking about going this morning. Yeah, and I was thinking, well, I was like, what if I told her to go, and then I met them on my bike, and then I was like, well, I don't, I don't know where, I'd, where, how to, I don't know where
1: oh it's like leave it can i
0: ride it yeah, like, yeah yeah i mean i've got i've got a lock i can lock it up
1: i know i would not ride it into the park though Well,
0: that's like yeah so yeah. then i was like i never said it out loud yeah because i thought the same thing you thought
1: yeah 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 um jennifer anyway thank you for these suggestions i think we're definitely going to implement the discussion
0: yeah consider I think that, that that's, implemented that's a wise thing maybe we should have those discussions on the podcast sure wow
1: um, Tune Pinterest, in. Pinterest board. I would do Matt would never do.
0: I hate Pinterest because uh, there's a very specific reason. Okay. Oftentimes I'll, I'll Google something. Yeah. That I want to see. Okay. I would say usually it's like guitar related. All right. And there'll be a nice Google image search and then I'll see the thing I want to see. hmm. And I'll click on it. And it will not show me it because it's on Pinterest.
1: Hmm. And you don't have a Pinterest? Yeah.
0: And because I don't have it, I I can't see it. And I'm like, that just annoys me. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I see you. I had to sign up for Giphy this weekend. Oh. You know, because like you used to be able to just go on there and do it. But then I had to like make a username and password now.
1: Oh. But isn't that because you were making a GIF?
0: No, I've made GIFs before.
1: Oh uh, without a without, yeah. without a username. Interesting.
0: But anyway, if you're on Giphy, G I P H Y, there's a really good ray purchase GIF now. <laughs> you're welcome.
1: <laughs> he showed it to me and I was like, Cool. And then he was like, I made it. I did. <laughs> and I was like, Oh and I, and, I,
0: and I would have had the I would have done it better if I was not making it on my phone. I made it on my phone.
1: Mm, I see. I see. So
0: Whatever, it's cool. Don't worry about it.
1: Um. All right, should we take another break? Okay. Okay.
2: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Gigi Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities And dig in at HelloFresh.com Let's get this dinner party started
0: Hey everyone, we're back Alright I just went to search for my gift, I couldn't find it So,
1: um, Last week we heard from a listener Who was inquiring about varicoseal surgery mm-hmm. And we heard from a couple of people about it um, This first email is from Daniela. I strongly recommend doing the DNA fragmentation test before the repair, doing the repair, and then repeating the DNA frag test. The repair should be the surgical kind, not the embolization, which doesn't have as high of a success rate. The DNA frag test cost us two hundred dollars, and the listener should be able to have it done for under five hundred dollars in the U.S. We did a round of IVF in 2015 prior to having my husband's grade two varicocele repaired, and it was a giant bust. Rather than trying again, we repaired the varicocele. The DNA frag went from 47% to 33%, and then 29% with a 24-hour abstinence period. While we did try to have a kid the freeway, we still needed assistance, and we wanted to have two kids via IVF in 2017 and 2020. If the DNA frag is high, there are options on how to proceed. You can use Tessie's sperm, reduce the abstinence period down to even a couple hours, and there is the Zymot chip. The DNA Fragmentation subreddit has lots of info on all of this and on varicose seals. One technique I use when making decisions around infertility is thinking about what I'd regret more. Will the listener regret proceeding without repair if their IVF fails, or will they regret spending the money slash time on the repair and then proceeding to IVF and it still fails? I also agree with Dory that a second opinion would be helpful, although in my experience, so many REs wrongly focus on the woman only and seem to think that ICSI will overcome sperm issues when that definitely is not a cure-all. You'd think REs would stay on top of the research and advances in this area. Hope this helps. Daniela living in 1,800 square feet, including a finished basement in Toronto, Canada with a partner and two kids.
0: Uh, well, that's a, that sounds much more affordable than I uh, thought previously. Well, I guess, I mean, in, that, in, in their particular case... But yeah, I feel like Ixie really does overcome everything. You do? No.
1: <laughs> Certainly didn't for us.
0: Uh, Well, it made it possible.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Closing the window in abstinence, that's how I got my count. What did that tell you? I don't know. Was that a doctor's advice? No. I just read it on the internet.
1: I mean, it sounds like Reddit knows more than
0: some REs. Again, <laughs> they seem to know a lot, those Redditors.
1: Yep. Um, All right. This is from Jess. Uh, My husband and I always knew we would um, need help getting pregnant because my hormones are stupid. The clinic checked my husband's sperm and he had less than 1% morphology. 4% is normal. We also had some insurance money with a limit. Our situation is a bit different because even if we could have improved my husband's sperm, I still couldn't have gotten pregnant the old-fashioned way. We decided to go straight for IVF with ICSI and skip IUI because the odds of taking home a baby are way higher. 50% per transfer instead of 15% per IUI for us. I didn't want to blow all in- our insurance money on IUI and then have to start the expensive process of IVF. It's a good thing we did because it took two retrievals and four transfers to get our rainbow baby and that insurance money is long gone. Thanks for all you do. Jess in 2,000 square feet with a husband, baby and dog also in Frigid, Minnesota, two hot dogs in
0: 2021. <laughs> two hot dogs, just so everybody knows on our on our, uh on our um, Patreon episode, we came up with a, with a sort of a guideline for counting hot dogs. So. We did. That's well, true. Go listen.
1: If that is something that you care about, I recommend that you listen. Okay. Could you put the timer back on, please? Thank I you. I
0: can always put the timer back on.
1: Okay. This next email is from anonymous. She, oh. Uh, Yes, it is a female identified person. I have PCOS. My husband and I are talking about trying to have a baby. And while I love the idea of growing our family, I'm terrified of everything that could go wrong. I'm not sure we're financially prepared for a kid, but that's not my biggest concern. If we could afford it, I would, of course, do IVF, but that's not really in the cards for us. It's the looming threat of pregnancy loss legitimately scares me. My doctor says that I have a lower grade PCOS and that I could get pregnant naturally, but the what if haunts me. So what? So I guess what I'm wondering is if there are any positive PCOS stories that end with natural pregnancies. Are there women out there who are afraid of getting pregnant for this reason, or am I destined to keep acquiring rescue dogs until my polycystic ovaries turn to dust? Thanks for everything you do. I'm glad Matt is virus-free. Forever 35 and here for you help me stay sane in 2020. No hot dogs this year, but I bought a pack of Hebrew National, and it's about to go off. <laughs> 1,568 square feet in San Diego, two dogs, one husband.
0: Uh, Hebrew National, again, I'll say it out loud. No.
1: <laughs> That's Matt's review.
0: Don't care for it. No. It's beef. <laughs> I need pork.
1: Um. All right. Well, this is this is not an area that I have personal experience in, so I would love to hear... From listeners, if they have positive PCOS stories,
0: uh, I feel like we've had we've had some. We've had people email in back in the times of the early times, but I could be misremembering. Thank you all for. I budget. mean, we definitely
1: heard from people with PCOS. I just don't know if they were trying to get pregnant without IVF or like what their situation was. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um. All right. This next email is from Jessica um, who emailed us the day she was getting induced. So I hope everything went well Mm -hmm. and let us know. Um, But she wrote, this is the first baby for both of us. So we are brand new to learning and figuring it all out. The one initial question I was hoping you guys can review again is newborn sleeping. I believe you put Henry in the crib from the start, right? Was he in the same room? If in another room, I assume you had a camera. Did you use the Owlet at all? We were very nervous about the first few weeks with sleeping and monitoring at night for both baby and parents. I'm thinking we will start with Bassinet in our room, but then move to cribs sooner rather than later if able and comfortable. Um,
0: Welcome to Dory's Sleep Corner. <laughs> sleep. That's the theme.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, we did put Henry in the crib from the start. He was in his own room. We did have a camera. We used the uh, what's it called, infant optics monitor. Um, we did not use the Owlet. The safe. Wait, what is the Owlet? The Owlet is a little um, like kind of monitor that attaches to the baby's ankle that is supposed to Wait, monitor what? That is supposed to monitor like oxygen and pulse stuff. The Safe Sleep Facebook group is not a fan of the Owlet.
0: I can't imagine that it like functions correctly all the time, which It doesn't function. So here problem. are the
1: reasons why the, the Safe Sleep, Safe Sleep Facebook group does not like the Owlet. For one thing, you're not supposed to put extra things on the baby. That's number one. Number two, uh, they think that it causes unnecessary anxiety for parents. Um, there have been stories of like it, you know, the monitor, the beep, beep going off when nothing was wrong.
0: Well, I mean, you know, my mother has a famous story about me when I had my the heart monitor. Right. And I would roll I rolled over, so whatever, and like would pull them off or something, and it yeah. would just sound like I'd flatlined.
1: <laughs> right, right. Um, there have also been reports that it burned babies.
0: I mean, who among <laughs> us hasn't burned a baby?
1: Yeah. So, I, you know, I did a lot of reading about safe sleep and the risk of SIDS when your baby is following the ABCs alone on their back in a crib. Um, you know, appropriately swaddled up to eight weeks or for signs of rolling, uh, nothing else in the crib. That's very important.
0: Yeah. Henry was not allowed to have, um, stuffed animals in his crib until he was able to, uh, roll over himself whenever Mm -hmm. he felt like,
1: no, that is not accurate. He was not allowed to have anything in his crib until he turned one.
0: didn't they coincide? No,
1: he rolled over much earlier.
0: What do I remember? I don't know what I remember. I don't know what you remember, but... <laughs> I remember there being a reason we couldn't have them in. Yeah. And then there suddenly being a reason we could. Yes. Forgot that it was his first birthday. Yeah.
1: So you can have a lovey when, when you turn one.
0: And then um,
1: he is a very strong baby. And we put a couple more stuffed animals in his crib.
0: What? Wait, so he's not supposed to have stuffed animals in his crib anyway? What are you saying? I'm confused.
1: He's allowed to have them in his crib.
0: Okay. What does him having being strong have to do with it?
1: Because we have we do have that huge bear in his crib. Yeah,
0: that he hugs. Right. And thinks is corduroy.
1: Yeah. Is that like a hundred percent safe sleep? I think someone would probably debate that.
0: Well, Henry can lift his entire crib, so it's fine. Um
1: anyway, when he was a newborn though, there was nothing in his
0: crib. Um Uh we're missing the biggest thing of all the things. What? A night nurse,
1: oh yeah, <laughs> we did have someone helping us. I
0: don't like, and you know how would this work in a world where like you know we were but we were we budgeted for that because we knew so deep into our bones that we were alone <laughs> with no one else to help us. Uh, And also dumb when it came to babies. Uh, So we found a qualified night nurse. And
1: we were very fortunate to be able to do that.
0: Oh my God, incredibly so. If you have a guitar at home I, uh, or a couple and you're thinking about it, sell them. So you can afford someone. Now, I think if you're not if you don't have that luxury you i you i think your best bet would be trading nights i think i know because i think you know i could probably have i could probably have managed to like if i was quietly sleeping in his room and he was waking up and i had to like feel whatever like I could have managed sleeping an hour, hour and a half, mm-hmm. and then waking up and then sleeping another hour. hour I mean,
1: and a half. I did that a couple times. I slept in his room.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. I know. I don't remember anything anymore. I know. I thought he just you know could roll over and then he got a stuffed animal.
1: We had a date. We we still have a day bed in his room. Um, Which, so
0: you know, if you're on it and you're not supposed to be on it, mm-mm. he will try to pull you away from that.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, so some people do the thing where they put the baby in their own room and then one parent sleeps in there a lot, all the time, I guess, and the other parent stays in their own room. Sometimes people have the baby in their bedroom and the other parent sleeps in like a guest room or somewhere else.
0: I would say that the probably the best thing is to have the baby in, in their crib in their room.
1: Yeah, and then you never have to worry about the transition.
0: Yeah, which is like the whole thing of like, it's very real and like, this is advice that I've remembered don't remember who said it, but it stuck in my head. It might have been in our rye pre-parenting class even. I don't remember. Maybe it was in our loom class. I don't even know, but it was don't don't start something that you're that is going to be difficult to break later. So don't start a habit with the kid that you're then going to have to break. And sometimes that's so what un- I thought,
1: sometimes that's unavoidable. But yes. But to the like, extent that you can.
0: In my, I had a conversation with, um, uh, one of uh, somebody I work with, whose eleven-year-old daughter, still sleeps in their bed. And I feel I, like
1: that's not that uncommon. And I was
0: like, I was like, what? I was, and I said, Henry has never not slept, in his crib. And she was like, what? And I was like, he has never. Slept anywhere but in his crib in his room since day one, and she's like, "Ah, my daughter has never slept in her crib." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "This is the problem."
1: Was she complaining about it, or well,
0: she was like, "I mean, she, you know, she's like, it's like,
1: because for some some people like that, like for some people, that is she, how they want to do in it." In the
0: context of the discussion, yeah. she was complaining. About
1: okay, it. all right, that's fair um all right well on a similar note
0: i wasn't like dropping the hammer on someone
1: okay that's what i was wondering <laughs> um on a similar note we heard back from the woman last week who was writing in nervous that she was gonna have two under two Do you remember yes
0: the, which started the long yes train
1: so she said thank you to ron who wrote in with advice I felt reassured until I thought about the idea of splitting some of the baby care duties like feedings with my husband, like Ron suggested. With Weston, we were both learning to get the hang of things, so I really had to take the lead since my husband was not confident in his baby skills yet. I really tried to encourage him and show him tricks that helped me with things like feeding or diapers. I've tried my best to be patient with him, but we're now 10 months in and he still will not do many things solo, including diaper changes, bathing, or feeding. We made the decision as a couple to have Weston in a bassinet in our room for the first six months. Well, hubby decided he needed sleep and basically moved to the guest room for most of that time. I'm having flashbacks of waking up five to six times a night for months, feeding and rocking the baby, even crying after being so tired and overwhelmed. I'm so scared of this happening again with another child, especially since Weston still isn't a great sleeper. I've talked and argued with him about how it's hard to be the parent in charge at all times. I don't know how to help him understand that I need help and support, not to mention a break. I feel like an awful, nagging wife. When I talk to family about it, I'm made to feel that men don't need to take on baby care since it's a mother's job. So enter the mom guilt as well as the wife guilt. So, so sorry for the long and whiny email. I guess I'd like to know, am I the asshole? If I'm not, then what should I do? Thanks for being a place to vent, Stephanie. Uh, and she adds, P.S. No hot dogs eaten in many years. With all the hot dog talk now, I'm majorly craving one. I don't know where to find snappy ones in Canada, though, and that's all I can think of. Lol.
0: KM Natural Casing, SM. <laughs> I'm sure there's a Canadian brand. I feel like because you guys have mastered the art of calling large slices of ham bacon, um, <laughs> that you will be able to find it.
1: Um, honey, as a husband, do you have thoughts? Uh,
0: well, I always want. I always wanted to be able to do stuff. Yeah. So that was pr- probably the biggest difference between your husband. <laughs> Um, I, well, I mean, I'm sure there could be some fear there that he's going to fuck it up. Cause I also have, I'm like, I look, you do this much quicker and faster than I do. So go ahead. I often, you know, Dory has, uh, doesn't start like, s- doesn't start work until like nine in the morning or something. So it's like, she can spend the ten minutes it takes to get this rambunctious toddler to actually change his diaper. Uh I don't I uh, sometimes I don't have the luxury. But that's beside the point. I changed many a diaper in my day. Um never had a problem with it.
1: You did feedings.
0: Did feedings. Baths I liked doing feedings. Feedings yeah. were great. It was a time to connect to the, with the baby. Uh bath yeah I would do bath with you though. Yeah solo bath or
1: you were a little intimidated by solo bath No,
0: it's not that I was a little intimidated. You were just never not around. That's true. I've done I've done a couple of solo baths with him. Like when you, have you know, in the rare instance that you were like tied up with a phone call or whatever. Yeah. I've done them. I'm happy to do them.
1: You still don't love to do bedtime alone.
0: Uh, I've only had to do it twice. Yeah. It's not that I don't love it. Just that it just never comes up. It's never a situation where, like, I'm going to take bedtime off tonight. You know, you're never going to say that. Well, you haven't said that. Yeah. And I don't say that. Yeah. I had to leave bedtime early Friday night because I had a phone call. But Right. um, Yeah. I mean, it helps also that we've, like, drilled this into Henry. This whole have the habitual bath, milk, get dressed. Mm Mm-hmm. Books. Good night. Yeah. That whole routine. Yeah. Every day of his life now for yeah. 20 months. 22. I always think he's 20 months until April. Then <laughs> he's two.
1: Um, Stephanie, uh, uh, this is really hard. I, I would, I would make yourself scarce. I would choose a day. Nailed it. I, like a Saturday. I would say, honey, I really need some time to myself. Every Saturday morning, I'm gonna take four hours, and I'm gonna go for a hike, or I don't, you know, whatever it is. I know it's a pandemic. There's not that much you can do. But know, I
0: don't know how much winter. Canadian I know. I was just. I'm
1: just. I was just trying to think of something that would last for say, a period of time. Say,
0: hey, I'm going down the rink. Eh, gonna get some hours in on the rink.
1: Yep, that's exactly how she talks. Going um, skating, eh? Okay, maybe start with two hours, but I think you need to say. I need a break, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave every Saturday morning for two hours, and he will just be in charge. And things might not go exactly the way that you would have done them, but you know what, that's okay. It's more important that he bond with his son because it sounds like if he's not doing diaper changes, bathing or feeding, then he's not really bonding with him. Those are like core fundamental things.
0: At that age too, where yeah. like, I mean, 10 months, I don't know. They're really not. Maybe they're not walking yet.
1: I think a few like advanced babies are walking. Henry was not walking at 10
0: months. Yeah. So it's like, how else will you bond with that kid? Yeah. If you're not doing that, does he read to him?
1: Uh, unclear. Hmm.
0: Um. Again. And I, you know, maybe I, I will say this. I, I'm not going to, I'm going to benefit of the doubt. And I'm going to say maybe he is just genuinely like, pe- there are people who are like petrified of parenting. Yeah. And maybe he's genuinely like, oh my god, I can't be responsible for this living being right now.
1: I would say okay, but deciding that he needed
0: easing like easing this. I know, but his
1: his decision to to need sleep and move to the guest room while the baby was in their room is like pretty (sighs) shitty.
0: I might have done it too.
1: I mean we did just but we just talked about doing switching off. In the yeah i wouldn't thing. do it permanently he, ever he did it permanently
0: well let's now i'm gonna go triple devil's advocate here and this probably actually doesn't even apply to you but let's pretend scenario not you the dory but you the emailer uh, what if that's his tiny way of protesting the what? existence of the child no what if that's his way of protesting the whole fact that there's a baby in the room and he wanted the baby to sleep in their own room maybe you know yeah maybe because I mean because I'd be like
1: listen I'm not I don't know I'm not a huge fan of
0: I am asking for more layers to the story I appreciate before that before I run around <laughs> going pew 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 <laughs> <sighs>
1: Um okay Ron updated that he shrunk his house by one bathroom. They actually have three bathrooms. How dare you? And with COVID, showers can be flexible timing wise throughout the day. Three, also, he three, says
0: three bathrooms, still gonna get you're still gonna be out of situation. Where,
1: little tip if you turn the hot water heater up, you use less hot water in the ratio, making the tank of water last longer.
0: Hmm. Um oh like changing the intermix of a, of a of a gas engine or something
1: they also have a boy's bathroom
0: oh that's good because yeah. you can pee everywhere
1: yeah yeah um all right We're, we have time for one more question which is from julia what was the list you used to prepare yourself for different items in case of an earthquake after living through the winter storm in austin i was hoping to use the list as a good jumping off point like emergency kits water holders amounts of water to have on hand etc Thank you so much. Living in 840 square feet in Austin, Texas with my husband, one 15 pound chunk Meister cat total hot dog consumption so far in 2021 is two though soon to be four tonight leftover grilled in Mac and cheese. Um, okay. I have two links for you. I'm going to put them in the show notes. One is ready.gov slash kit. They have, a list of like everything you need for your emergency kit.
0: Is that the night industries 2000?
1: No, oh. they have like a basic thing, like just like get started with this. And then they have a kind of more like advanced level. <laughs> and then um, the wire cutter, I use the wire cutters guide to emergency preparedness where they have actual links to things you can buy, like the big water containers and stuff like that. Um, according to ready.gov, You should have a gallon of water per person for at least three days worth. Nailed it. So we do have that um, in these like big blue jugs. They're massive. They're
0: they're literally, they're just emergency. How many gallons are they? Ten? No. Seven? They're more than five.
1: Yeah. I think there's seven.
0: Okay. So the seven gallon blue, but they're, 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 that's what they are. They're water jugs. I think we have giant camping.
1: Mm, I should get one more.
0: Maybe we have four. I don't know. Okay. Okay.
1: Um. All right. Well, listen, thanks, everyone.
0: We hope all of our Teha listeners.
1: Yeah, we hope you guys are all doing okay.
0: I have recovered from what I would describe as. Honey. I know. Literally no infrastructure ready for it. So it turned into a catastrophe.
1: Yeah. Total uh, catastrophe. You know
0: what? Here's a little tip. Anybody out there in San Antonio or Austin or anywhere in Houston that got hit pretty hard, be the first guy to put a snowplow on your truck. And you will clean up. You're gonna make so much money. Mm, hot tip. I mean, they can't have they can't have many. No, I think like I think Austin there.
1: had like one snow plow. Right? Yeah.
0: So like if you all of a sudden decided to take your F two fifty. Yeah weld up a fucking and i know these guys out there can do it yeah and then be this be the fucking snowplow guy whoa genius you ever seen the mr plow episode of the simpsons that'd be you
1: okay all right that name again is mr plow it's time to thank our patreon supporters Uh, reminder you can support us there at patreon.com slash excellent adventure yes and if you support us at the five dollar level or above you get your name read on the podcast each month also true thank you to the following supporters
0: yep Mariah Adamick.
1: Nancy Powell.
0: Nikki Bossert.
1: Patricia Faust-Rezig. Paul Sharp. Paula.
0: Penny from Massachusetts. Robert Olson. Rabino Kilgo. Robin. What? <laughs> Rabino? <laughs> that was weird. I think I pulled the Oh, from Ols Robert Olson, and just threw it on the end there. And you know what, Robin? Okay. If you want, that could be a cool name, Robino.
1: Sabrina Stern,
0: Sadie Massa,
1: Sarah dauberman Sarah Prager, Sarah Friedman, Sarah Swift, Sherry Olson, S.J.V., Steve Harcourt,
0: Tanya Kircheman.
1: the Holterman Clan, the Campbells, Tracy Jury,
0: Whitney Hoffman, Wolfox, Amanda Shram, Anon, Anonymous, and Anonymous in Brooklyn, Ainsley. Bradley Johnson.
1: Brian Gusky. Cheryl Quick. Christina.
0: Claire Dealey. Crescent Martin. Danielle Nujaforo, And Deanna McClain. Thank you all so very much. We'll talk to you next week. Everyone, get as much rest as you can. If you need to move into a guest room, do it.
1: Okay, bye. Bye.